0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. have you guys been? How are you feeling? How's your health? how's your physical health? How's your mental health? How's your emotional health? How are we doing? Might just be a good time right now to check in on yourself. You know, question how well you've been taking care of yourself, how well you've been focusing on your mental health, because I know firsthand in many, many times of my life have I looked past the idea of my mental and physical health and kind of just been stuck in the loop of life and not really paid outward attention to it when it actually is very, very important and sometimes we all as a collective just seem to forget until there is a concern, okay? And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, how your physical and mental health are really highly connected and how each of them can affect each other and how it's important to obviously take care of them, pay attention to them, and keep them as like the forefront in our lives because at the end of the day, a lot of people talk about this, but you have nothing without your health and that goes for both physical and mental health. Without these two really important elements of your life, everything else lacks, you know, like you can have the biggest love of your life, you can have the best job in the world, you can have the most loving family and supportive family, but You can't really live any of those out to their greatest potential without your health, mental and physical. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to talk about my experiences with it, especially recently, which is why the subject even came up as something that I wanted to talk about because I feel like I've almost been hit with like a sign of sorts um, to really start to pay more attention to this in terms of how my mental health affects my physical health and vice versa um i've definitely you know as you guys have been listening to this season if you've been listening to it in chronological order from how it's like been released then maybe you've gotten an idea because i end up touching up on the subject every single episode somewhat how my mental health has kind of been going throughout this season it's definitely been really really challenging and hopefully i'll be able to talk about it maybe in a future season with a wider lens and a better perspective. If I got into it right now, there wouldn't be much advice I'd be able to give you, unfortunately, because I don't think I've, like, made it through this patch of, like, healing in terms of mental health and in terms of, like, the struggles that I'm going through at the moment. I definitely feel like I am improving, but, you know, it's a day-by-day journey and it's something that I have to cope with and work through and accept and do the best that I can every single day. Um, And yeah, if you guys are kind of clueless, I just have a lot of anxiety, which has been the forefront of my life for, I want to say, like the past couple months. And it stems from a lot of different things. It's really centered around like myself, my relationship with myself and the kind of you could say existential crises of life, my successes, my relationships, my identity, um, a lot of big thoughts, and a lot of really a lot of overthinking, rumination, and then that can lead to a lot of stress and anxiety, which is what I've been dealing with recently. Now, before we hop into this episode, like I say every single episode. I want you guys to check out the merch. It's probably like annoying for me to keep saying this, but I did just end up hosting a giveaway and um, one lucky person was able to take a piece of merch home with them. They got that. So that was really fun to do. And hopefully I can do more of those in the future. But if you haven't yourself checked out the merch, it will be in the show notes. It'll also be on my Instagram at between you and me podcast and the links. We have hoodies, tote bags, shirts, all with very near and dear quotes um to myself and i designed and made them and did everything myself so if you want to go support the podcast support me check it out also my instagram at hey underscore it's alex underscore xo. um little update on my social media maybe if you guys care i am still on youtube kind of i'm still doing my best to create content on there but as you guys know my um kind of personal life and mental health has obviously taken a priority over this, in terms of, like, work, which is also why the podcast episodes had a longer break than usual, there's just a lot going on exterior-wise, and I know all of you guys who have, like, seen me post about this or seen me um, or listened to episodes where I talk about it have always reassured me, and I find it very sweet and nice that you guys are saying, like, make sure you take care of yourself we'll be here you know we love the podcast etc cetera, etc cetera, and I really do appreciate it I read a lot of the dms even if I don't respond so I want to let you guys know I do appreciate it a lot a lot a lot um but yeah let's just get into what I wanted to talk about today obviously I gave you guys a little introduction of why this subject is applicable to myself right now in the moment and Definitely one of the biggest things that can affect your health and does affect your health is stress. And the idea of a healthy mind and body at the end of the day is everyone's goal. Um, Like I mentioned, a lot of the times it does go unnoticed though. Sometimes your mental health is so deeply neglected and we only really start to notice how it affects us when you start to see things happen in your physical health. Now, me as a person, I'm extremely self-aware, I want to say to a certain extent, when it comes to when I feel like my mental health is declining. And that's probably just because I experience anxiety. Some people who might not experience anxiety, maybe if you experience subtler things that tell you that your mental health is not completely in check, But for me, because the end result from like constant amount of stress on myself or a constant amount of overthinking or just a lot of negative thoughts happening very consistently in my life, the end result will be anxiety and anxiety is very, very hard to ignore. For me, it gets to a point when I feel like I am experiencing a lot of anxiety that I get that little bell. That's like, oh, hey, Alex, like you've kind of been neglecting your mental health. You kind of haven't really been prioritizing it. You haven't been taking care of yourself to the best of your ability when it comes to your mental health. And it basically is a big like red flag that I'm like, oh, shit, OK, I got to handle this. I, got, I need to like get a grasp on it again. I need to like work on it. And the unfortunate part, but also I feel like very common part about all of this is that If you are someone like myself who does struggle with kind of like a consistent issue when it comes to your mental health, you do have to keep up a level of maintenance, let's say. You have to keep a level of paying attention to it, paying attention to balancing, paying attention to what things trigger you in your environment, in your life, and how you can keep everything in check to have overall balance within your mind and within your body. And, you know, some people who may not be diagnosed with any kind of um, mental illness or anything that affects their mental health, then, you know, maybe they don't have to do that as much. But I still do think regardless of the state of your anxiety, depression, whatever else it is that you might deal with, it is a thousand percent important to give yourself a lot of time to actually continue maintaining a positive mindset regardless of anything else. So like I mentioned, usually you start to pay attention to your mental health once you realize that maybe you've been neglecting it. And for the most part, it will kind of manifest into physical issues. And sometimes even people who are not self-aware enough of their own mental health or of the amount of stress that they're taking in their life will not even notice the effects of their mental health until it reaches um, some kind of manifestation into their physical health. What I mean by that is we'll get into how stress can do this, but At a certain point with consistent stress or consistent overwhelm, consistent anxiety, consistent negative thoughts, you do end up feeling some kind of like issue that goes on in your body and it can range between a bunch of different things, but something just as simple as a constant headache, a constant, you know, pain somewhere and there might be no answer for it. You go to the doctor, you get checked out. Traditional doctors don't look at things as holistically as me personally, I'd like them to. Some doctors do, which is great, but I think that a lot of doctors will initially go straight to what is the medical reason for this and not what could be the holistic reason for this. And by that, it's like everything that's going on in your psyche as well, you know, even in your environment, whatever it might be. So sometimes there aren't, clear answers to why this is happening but they can be manifestations of constant overwhelm constant stress and that's how sometimes I feel like people open their eyes to the idea of oh okay like the amount of stress that I've been going through or anxiety has started to take a toll on my body and normally hopefully that's when people start to want to make a change so for me over the past couple of months, When I reflect on how I feel like I've gotten into this more anxious period of my life, it's come from a lot of negative thinking. And now looking at it from like a wider lens, because I've kind of been experiencing this for a while, so a lot of reflection has been going into it, I've been able to see how long this negative thinking has been going on for. And guys, it's not... A couple weeks or a couple days. It's months. It's months and months of constantly telling myself certain things about myself and certain things about the situations that I'm going through and reaffirming negative thought patterns, negative thinking into my mind, into the point where it's so unconscious that it's going on and it really does affect your mental health. So I've had months and months, I want to say probably from late last year, that I've had certain mentalities about the situations that I've been in in life. And the only thing keeping me from experiencing the anxiety in those moments were the fact that I had a very positive exterior life at the time. And I'm not saying my exterior life has gotten negative, but I'm saying things have changed and I've definitely had you know, hard experiences in my environment or envi- in my like exterior life that has made it more challenging for me to find positivity in my exterior life. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm explaining that properly. What I'm saying is everything was very smooth sailing for me in my exterior life. So the negative thoughts that were going on internally weren't affecting me as much as you know, in the past couple months when external situations started to feel negative as well, you know, if conflicts were to happen, if issues were to happen, if things didn't go exactly within my plan, you know, things like that. Even especially throughout the beginning of the year, I had to deal with a lot of seasonal depression so you know, your exterior world was not as sunny and bright and beautiful. And, you know, there were situations that kind of piled on top of the negativity within your mind. And that's when everything started to slowly spiral downwards into the area where I felt an overwhelm of anxiety. And that's when I started to become very aware of the negative thoughts. Prior to that, they were really, really unconscious. They were really ingrained into me, ingrained to how I thought. And affecting my mental health without me really being aware of it. Once the anxiety started, then I was able to be more aware of it, but it becomes more difficult at that point because I have already had months and months and months of thinking in a really negative um, mindset about certain situations that were going on in my life. Anything from my career to my relationship to things that were going on internally inside of me. Like I said before, my identity who I was as a person, these were the types of things that I was speaking so negatively to myself unconsciously. And then when things that were happening around me, arguments, issues, um, disappointments, you know, things like that, it piled up on top of each other to the point where I started to realize I was not taking very good care of my mental health at all. For me, I feel like my physical health went hand in hand with my mental health initially because as I felt more and more stress and anxiety, I slowed down on the things that I was doing to take care of my physical health. So it almost hindered me from wanting to do things that I knew would make me feel better. And unfortunately, that's what happens a lot of the time. Because we lose our drive, we lose our motivation, and we lose good feelings that we have that actually keep us dedicated to certain things that we do to take care of ourselves. That goes anywhere from paying as much attention to like your skincare, going to the gym, you know, little things that were more obvious to me that might not apply to everyone, but even just getting my nails done, I wouldn't do anymore. I wouldn't go out of my way to spend time with my friends, I wouldn't do things that I knew would make me happy because I didn't have that drive inside of me to want to even do it because my mental health had already declined. So in terms of taking care of my physical health and going to the gym and eating well and, you know, focusing on routine, I neglected those two. So at the end of the day, I think what happened here is my mental health quickly declined without me truly understanding it until I felt a lot of anxiety. When it reached that point of already feeling that much anxiety, it was very hard for me to keep up with things that I knew would benefit my physical health. So going hand in hand, my physical health started to decline as well. One thing that I've struggled with, one thing that... I've struggled with a lot whenever I've been in really anxious periods of my life is my relationship with food. And I've always had a very, very hard time when I'm very anxious, which is normal by the way, if you guys experience this too, to be able to eat. Because what happens when you're very anxious or very stressed is you have um, your body's in a state of fight or flight, which means a lot of things shut down in your body. And one of those things being your digestive system. So if you are in fight or flight for a long period of time, then you are not hungry. You don't have an appetite. You might feel nauseous. And your digestive system is not working properly. You're not digesting things properly. It's not going to be great. So that was a huge issue for myself because... One of the most important things that you need in your body in order to maintain a healthy mind is to stay nourished. So this is when it gets really complicated because your mental and physical health, like I said, really go hand in hand. If you're not getting the right amount of food in your body, your blood sugar levels go get lower, your vitamin levels get lower. And the things that you need to keep your hormones in check are not there anymore. And because of this, your hormones are very affected by it and your stress hormone will be the highest hormone out of any of them. Now, the time period that I was dealing with a really high amount of anxiety and I wasn't able to eat well, I ended up losing a lot of weight, which is not my goal. And even if it was my goal, it would be a very unhealthy way of achieving that goal. So um, regardless, not a good thing. And the cherry on top for me was that I was so unhappy with not being able to eat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. and it even added stress to my life knowing that my health was being affected my physical health was being affected by my mental health was additionally depleting my mental health because i was so upset with how i couldn't take care of myself properly now on top of just you know a really bad relationship with food and seeing how that was affecting me losing weight and things like that. I also experienced a lot of other things. um, One of which was actually getting sick. When you are experiencing a lot of stress in the same way as I was saying before, your body also goes into fight or flight, like I said. And another thing that happens is your immune system ends up shutting down as well. So this means that you're a lot more susceptible to just getting sick in general and I'm not too sure if this was a virus or what it possibly was, but I was sick for about a week with, you know, cold symptoms, fever. I didn't have any reason or person around me that was sick. So, again, there we go. Not a great experience because I have overwhelming stress in my life and it manifested into an illness. Another thing that happened to me, guys, it doesn't end is I knew already by the time I was reaching my period for that month that I had been experiencing a lot of stress, so I probably was going to have a late period. I was correct, but she was two weeks late. I was like, holy shit, okay, this is a lot. You know, I had the regular nervousness during that time frame, but I was fine. I ended up getting my period, and I was like, okay, stress, Now we know that stress affects your hormone levels like I said before and a lot of the times it has an effect on having a late period because of all the cortisol hormones that are being pushed through your body. They are affecting the natural hormones that are needed to regulate your period and get get that at the right time and keep your cycle in sync. All a bunch of other things that I'm sure scientists could explain to you better than me but what happened to me a couple weeks later when my next cycle was in the process of happening, is I found out that I had an ovarian cyst, which is very common, but a lot of women maybe don't know that they are extremely psychological and induced by stress. So, there you go. Another example. I did end up going to the emergency room because I was in so much pain. I had a terrible experience. I've never gone to the emergency room for myself. I've only ever gone, like, with a friend or with somebody who needed me to come with them. Um, Terrible. Hated it. Um, Longest experience of my life. The nurses were fucking mean. They jabbed the um, IV, like, not in the right spot. Had to put it in my other arm. I... Had like so much pain, it was awful. And yeah, did end up finding out that I had an ovarian cyst. So, all of these examples are how stress in itself, which comes from poor mental health, anxiety, and all of the above, can manifest into your physical body. So, from all these experiences, from all the negative thoughts, stress, overwhelm that I was experiencing, I ended up learning that I needed to focus primarily on healing and working on my mental health in order to even become aware of how taking care of my physical health was contributing to healing my mental health in the same breath, okay? Everything is intertwined. The mind and the body are both affected by thoughts and emotions. If we want to break it down, your emotions are basically reactions to thoughts that you're having. Now, a lot of the times, like I said previously with what was going on with me, your thoughts can be very unconscious, especially your negative ones, and they can be sometimes maybe uncontrollable. They can be usually very negative. And this doesn't just happen to people who suffer with any kind of mental illness. This happens to a lot, a lot of people. Although a lot of the times it goes unnoticed, like I said. Now, when the relationship between your thoughts and your emotions is heightened, it's really easy to get into the pattern of negative emotions. Because if your thoughts are continuously negative and your thoughts and emotions are connected, inevitably your body is going to start feeling the emotions that come from these thoughts. Let's say you keep telling yourself you're not a good person. The feeling that you get from that might be sadness, might be fear, it might be anxiety and now your body starts to produce all these chemicals that are feeling this emotion. It's really easy to get into the pattern of these negative emotions consistently and your body starts to feel it over an extended period of time because your thoughts are very uncontrollable and consistent, meaning the emotion that your body feels is going to be very uncontrollable and consistent. This ends up harming your body, and in the same way that it harmed mine, it can lead to a lot of pain, illness, and other things. Now, just some examples of what stress can do to your body, and this is not to scare you guys at all, because I know it can be scary to think about, like, holy shit, what is going on? I, I can't really get a hold of my stressors, and I don't want them to affect my body to this way. Don't worry, we'll get into that. But just so you're aware and you know, these are some things that can happen to you from an over extended period of stress on your body or negative thinking or any kind of negative thought pattern and emotion. The less obvious ones could be digestive issues. You can have problems sleeping like insomnia. Like I said, there can be a lot of headaches that come from this. Sometimes people are like, oh, I have a headache, drink water. It can come from stress. Um, a lot of muscle tension, things that I've experienced in my past and still kind of experience to today is a lot of jaw tension because I'm a clencher at night. I grind my teeth so you can wake up with like really bad jaw pain, TMJ, um, from having bad sleeping patterns, from stress as well. You can create a lot of stress in your neck and get tension headaches that I experienced many, 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 many times. Those were awful. Um, Also things like having bad memory or concentration issues and problems with that is a really like unnoticed issue that can happen from stress. Of course weight gain or weight loss depending on how you cope with stress and a little bit more serious you can end up having high blood pressure from an over extended period of stress and sometimes this can lead to heart disease or strokes And also, like I mentioned before, your body has a lower immune system during times of higher stress, especially when you're in fight or flight. So this can make it easier to catch any kind of illness that can be a virus or whatever can be transmitted from person to person. So like I said, I wasn't just going to give you some spooky things and things that would be scary and all the negatives about this without telling you what you should do about it because this is the portion of life I'm on. So we're going to do it together because I am making it such a priority now in my life and hopefully I won't need any more reminders. God, okay? I understand I do need to take a better and closer look and step into taking care of my mental health, which I very much am doing, but then also taking the same exact steps to take care of my physical health, which will in turn help keep my mental health in a better state as well. Now remember that this is a process, so don't beat yourself up if you feel like your mental health isn't immediately shooting up to the sky and feeling amazing. Chances are you're similar to me and you were in a period of your life where you weren't even very aware of how negative maybe your mental health had become. So it's not that easy to just, you know, flip it the other way and start having the best mental health you've ever had in your life. Now, I'd probably say the best option for you would be to identify what these stressors are in your life, what the situations that are bringing you more stress, you know, what your expectations are of these situations, how you're looking at the situation as well. Is it from a very negative lens? Can you start looking at it from a more positive lens? Are you internalizing these thoughts and emotions? Are you making them become a part of you? I know definitely during my process of anxiety I internalized every single anxious thought I internalized every you know negative piece of thinking I had a very very low moment where I was just so down about the way that I was feeling so it's like an additional negative piece on top of the poor mental health that you already have please don't do that I experienced it, it wasn't good even if you're feeling bad don't feel bad that you're feeling bad okay accept that you're feeling bad give yourself the same amount of support that you would if your friend was feeling bad and yes how much importance are you putting in this aspect of your life that might be giving you stress whether it's your career whether it's your family life whether it's your relationships whether it's how you feel like you identify within yourself things like this how much importance are you putting it on your whole entire world you know are you giving it the amount of attention it needs or giving it more? There's gonna be a lot of re- questions and reflection when it comes to thinking about your mental health and how you've been focusing your stress. Then you obviously need to create a plan for addressing it once you've identified it. And I think a big thing that we could all benefit from is learning to change our expectations for the certain thing that's causing us stress and learning to change our expectations for ourselves. Because a lot of the times we expect ourselves to be perfect and we expect our situation to be perfect rather than accepting situations for what they are. I know I have a very hard time doing that and it's very hard for me to do that so I can only imagine people are similar to me. Don't expect too much of yourself, don't overburden yourself, and do not overburden other people. Because at the end of the day, we are responsible for our own well-being. Other people are not. That's not to say you can't ask for support. Rest your mind. This is one of the most important things I am teaching myself and will continue to practice. There are many ways you can do this. One of which is simply sleeping, probably the easiest one. Making sure you get enough sleep every single day and really being conscious of how much sleep you're getting. Don't oversleep either, but sleep enough. Also, things like meditation and mindfulness are what I was talking about, how I want to do more practices within that. And I'm like delving into it. I'm really like doing so much research and learning about it. It honestly intrigues me a lot. And I know I talked about meditation in either my last episode or the episode before. So, yeah, if you want to listen to that, that one was interesting. Um, lots more for me to learn on that. And I'm definitely diving headfirst in that for sure. What that does is help you to become more still in the moment and really focus on the present. And that can help you when it comes to stress and anxiety because stress and anxiety comes from the future. It comes from worries and it comes from fear of things that are happening outside of the present moment. So when we focus in on the present moment, and work on not attaching to the fears and not attaching to the thoughts that we're having. This is how we get a little bit more peace throughout our days. So these are things that you should guys should focus your energy on is resting your mind as well as your body. Give yourself effective evening and morning routines to help with your stress levels. Sometimes we're rushing around from the second we wake up to the second we fall asleep and that just isn't healthy. These are things that we do to ourselves when we're not paying attention to our mental health. So if you get yourself into a routine of creating a healthy morning and night routine, then whether or not you are making the biggest effort to pay attention to your mental health, you have these structured into your routine so you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice but to follow them. And by following them, you're giving yourself better patterns to slow down in the evenings and slow down in the morning before you get into the ruckus of the day. I also think during challenging times when it comes to your mental health it's very important to rely on discipline because sometimes it can be a little bit too hard to rely on will. From my experience I had zero willpower but then unfortunately zero discipline (laughs) as well (laughs) because prior to the anxiety that I was experiencing, I was already lacking a lot of discipline within my life. So, of course, it doesn't come from thin air. You have to build discipline. And when it comes to things like depression, it is really hard to tell yourself that you should do something when you don't have the willpower to do it. And that's why discipline comes into check. If you've created, a once again, routine within discipline then you feel like you have to do something which gives you almost no choice and things that you should do with discipline is exercise for at least 10 minutes a day this is something that you have heard a million times and I think some of the most and I think some of the most peaceful times of my life was when I was regularly exercising so so there's something in saying that and consuming food that is good for you. Removing junk food, high sugar, caffeine too. If that affects your stress level, me for one, I uh, definitely get higher stress from caffeine. I think my body is very sensitive to it. Although when I'm not in higher stress or anxiety, it's completely doesn't phase me. So it's interesting. It can be a signal sometimes in your body when you feel like, oh, mm, why am I feeling anxious after having a coffee? Maybe the mental health is not doing too great. See, for example, today, that was a bit of a sign for myself. I had an espresso and felt my heart pumping out of my chest the whole entire time I was doing work. So, didn't feel great. But that's good to know. Tomorrow, I'll be having a matcha. Another thing, uh, what I mentioned before, when it comes to meditation and mindfulness, things like breath work, practicing breath work, or practicing meditation should be something that you can... Um, Have discipline for as well, create into your routine. And also, a big thing is please do not find ways to cope through drugs or alcohol because it just doesn't work. I don't think I need to explain myself for that. It doesn't work. Um, Anytime I find that I'm not in the best shape mentally, I will like steer clear. Of drinking because I know it makes me feel worse. Even though in the moment I'm having the best time, I'm enjoying myself, it literally steals dopamine from your next day. It takes away the dopamine. Um, so, yeah, partying now and then, not a big deal. Partying all the time when you're not really in the best mental health, terrible idea. Anyways, that was that. There's a lot to this, there's a lot more scientific approaches to this that you could do research on. These are more of like my specific examples of how my mental and physical health have really been intertwined over this journey that I've been going on and I definitely think that it's a process to do things like this. It's a process to get your mind into such a negative space. So reverting it to a healthier space is obviously not going to be easy. You have to recognize when maybe your body and your mind want to go back to that unhealthy way of living. They want to go back to what's easier, which is not taking care of yourself and telling yourself all these negative thoughts and believing in all the negative thoughts. It's also going to reach for the easiest source or place to gain happiness and to alleviate any pain in that moment, and that is things like drugs and alcohol, and that's things like finding you know people maybe to put your energy into or random things that make you happy in the moment and these are not solves unfortunately this is a process that you guys have to be once again dedicated to and have discipline in to heal okay so i hope that if you guys are going through anything similar um if you have gone through things like this in the past or you know god forbid maybe if you have to go through something like this in the future you guys can take something from this and we all do better to take care of ourselves and not allow our mental health to go unnoticed for too long okay i love you guys take care of yourself have a great rest of the day and i'll talk to you in my next episode bye